Welcome to the Back Row Texan Show. Brought to you by the Back Row Sports Network. I'm your host, Branson Thomas, talking all things Houston Texans football. Here we go. Welcome back to the Back Row Texan Show, everyone. Uh, if you're listening to this, thanks for sticking with me. I know I've been gone for quite some time, but uh, life happens. And, you know, I keep saying hopefully uh, we don't have any more interruptions, but you never know. 2020 has been a crazy year. Uh, and so has the season for the Texans. You know, God, man, what a crushing loss it was last week against the Colts. You know, we're at the two-yard line, and the snaps botched. You know, Nick Martin, you're the fifth highest paid center in the league. You've got to make that happen. You've got to hit him in the chest, or at least center of somewhere, but not down low to the left. That is a hard thing to handle, even when you're prepared for it. But, yeah, it bounced off Deshaun's hands, and everyone knows what happened after that. I uh, I fully believed we were going to score there, um, although I did think we were going to have too much time left on the clock to stop Indianapolis from driving down and at least attempting to kick a field goal. So, you know, that's to be determined, the ending of that, how that would have played out. But Deshaun drove him down. I believe he was, what, 6 of 7? Like 74 yards or something on that drive, the game-winning drive there, or game-winning 2B drive. Oh, what a tough, tough loss. You know, we had two wins in a row prior to that. You know, and, and then now... We are going into Chicago to face a Bears team that's been on a skid. They've lost six of their last six games. You know, they started out 5-1. and one. It's, uh, it's going to be interesting to see because they have a solid defense. If our offense can score on them, then I don't think we'll have an issue because Trubisky is going to be manning the quarterback. He'll he'll get some. He'll score. They'll score. Um, Montgomery's had two awesome weeks in a row, unfortunately, so he's coming in hot. So we got to put a lot of focus on stopping him. But Trubisky's going to turn the ball over. He's going to fumble. He's going to throw interceptions. It's going to happen. So we've got to be able to capitalize on those situations, you know. And and for the preview coming up this week, um, I had the privilege of joining in on a podcast of some friends of mine. Um, they are part of the Bear, or excuse me, The Bear Essentials podcast. You know, they're out there in Chicago repping their city and, and doing everything they can for them. Um, so I'm really just going to leave it up to that. Uh, we're going to jump right into uh, to talking with these guys here, and uh, hopefully uh, you guys enjoy it. Branson, thanks for joining us, man, and tell our audience a little bit about your show. And, and like I said, thanks for joining us. Hey, Dub Prez, man, appreciate you guys having me on. Like they said, I'm the uh, part of the Back Row Texans show. It's part of the Back Row Network podcast. You know, we're just a group of guys out there trying to represent our teams and have some fun doing it. You know, everybody loves talking about their own team. That's exactly right. And, and, the, and you guys have been around for the beginning part of the year, right? 
Yep. Started this year and, uh, trying to gain as many, uh, many teams and podcasts as we can. I think we're about halfway, halfway full. That's what's up, man. Well, continued uh, success to you guys. Like I said, we're uh, we're uh, audience. These guys are on the same uh, posting platform as we are. So uh, we seen them pop up and we said, man, you know what? These guys are like, they're making some noise. So we definitely love to align with, uh, with other podcasters and thank you for, uh, for joining us, man. Oh, for um, sure. Without further ado, man, I want to get your thoughts here on your on your season to date. So you guys are coming into Soldier Field this weekend, four and eight record, but you guys are a two and a half point favorites. Man, such disrespect for the Bears. No, it's it's I mean, it's obviously it's been a disappointing year. Um, we didn't quite have the hot start uh, like you guys did. You know, we started out 0-4 and, 4 and you know, fired our coach slash GM, Bill Bryan, which most Texans fans think that's a blessing in disguise. And we'll take <laughs> 0-1-4 any day for that, um, right. including myself. You know, I tried to justify, you know, the Hopkins trade and stuff like that by saying it, it, it'll it help out Deshaun. He'll grow from it. And and honestly, I think it it has. He You know, instead of relying just on one guy every time, you know, he actually has to go through, go through his reads. And I mean, if you look at last week's game, you know, we didn't have Fuller, obviously, because um, of PED suspension. So you had Cooks, Cobb was out. So then it's QT and then Mitchell and Hanson were two guys off the practice squad, basically. And both of those guys had awesome games. Absolutely. So he's spreading the ball around. And he's been hot, bro. He's been hot as of late. Keeping that fumble out of the scenario. I mean, he's been he's been playing well. Well, yeah, he had an interception last week, and that was his first one in six or seven games. So you know, he's he's been doing a real good job protecting the ball. And, uh, you know, anytime you got four back there, it's you're not out of the game. And I think that's going to, you know, play a factor into this week as well. For sure. One of the things I was going to say, and I'm sure A does probably got something to say about when it comes to Deshaun Watson, the guy's a wonder, man. I mean, you look back at his career dating back to high school, and obviously we don't have to say anything about what he did at Clemson, but – He's a winner. And so this season probably has to be really tough on him. I saw him in the presser on Sunday, man. He looked like he was was close to tears. And that shows me a guy like, man, he wants to win. He wants to be great. And I really hope they turn this thing around for the kid, man. Because like you said, he's he's that guy, man. He's doing this pretty much on his own right now. I mean, that offense is not what it should be. And the running back situation has been a little uh, iffy with David Johnson being out. So, I mean, man, four. It's iffy with him being in. That's that's fair. That's fair. I don't. I don't want to take a shot at your guy, but yeah. Oh no, been, no, you're good. It's been you're suspect. Good. I, had, I had high hopes for him coming in. Same thing with the offensive line. You know, I thought they'd improve from last year, but they they took a step back, and you know, he just he wasn't the same as he was. You know, well, forty five years ago. So, uh, yeah, it's it's been a disappointment there, but yeah, he's. I mean, you know, he obviously just got paid uh, a ton of money in you really do like to see, I mean, he stayed on the field for a long time after the game. He had the towel over his head. You know, he really took that one to heart. And even if most people will say it was Nick Martin's fault or center for a bad snap, he's still going to blame himself and he'll take the, the loss on his back. You know, he'll tell everybody, Hey, that's on me. I should have done something better. And that's what you want to see. You know, he's, he's a true leader for the team. And like I said, we need to build stuff around him because he is the franchise quarterback for sure. Yeah, definitely the franchise quarterback. And it looks like, you know, you all been one dimensional working with him. And um, without having even a, your best wide receiver last week, he showed no signs of slowing down without him. You know, uh, like you said, with Fuller being out due to the pads situation, this guy still showed that, hey, I'm an incredible quarterback. And um, his mobility, 
his ability to read plays, to extend plays. I mean, you all got a winner. You got a good one. And the thing about it is, like what Branson brought up earlier, I mean, I'm sure he'll take that 0-4 start to get rid of Bill O'Brien because Bears fans right now, we would do damn near everything to get rid of our fucking <laughs> Well, did, did you guys happen to uh, see all the uh, the love Deshaun Watson's foundation got after we beat the Lions and they fired I did see Patricia? that. Yeah. I did see that. <laughs> so maybe, maybe if we if we blow you guys out, they'll uh, they'll can him and you know, you know we'll both be happy. Nah, I'll tell you, I'll tell you this much, Branson, the bears are such a mom and pop organization. They do not do the in-season firings and I don't understand why they're so adverse to it, but you know, they're not going to, I felt the same way coming into the season. I thought, well, they'll give him at least a year, you know, but no, they surprised me. I was shocked. (laughs) One thing I I will say is losing to you all would be a big deal because you know the situation between the quarterbacks, right? I think you know the history and the Bears could have got Watson and it's going to all come back again full circle. So Uh, uh, that's what we're dealing with. Yeah. Anytime you guys play the Chiefs or the Texans, it'll be brought up from here on out (laughs) up until you guys find somebody. And you know what? And, right, and rightfully so, because our GM, even though, I, and you know what? The one thing, Branson, our, our fan base, they will say, hey, you know what? Ryan Pace built this defense. But then they go out of their way to forget about the fact that he missed the wrong position. You you can't miss a quarterback. Like, as you guys know, you guys have a franchise quarterback. Right. Sean Watson's yep. going to be an SC for the next 12 seasons, right? So that's a position that's probably the most important in the league. And great that you traded for Khalil Mack. But, bro, you passed up on Deshaun Watson. And yeah, that's tough. It's tough. And we yeah. talked about it on our recap episode. A-Dub. Remember, we said Dabo basically said that Deshaun was Michael Jordan. He did. And, you know, that, you know, you've been seeing the uh, the memes and, and stuff floating around. He's the young Michael Jordan before Jackson got there. Oh, that's a Ooh. big one. Yeah. And the thing is, you can see what this impact, though. Right. You can see because the thing is, I thought your line would be stronger. Um, Branson, I thought, you know, the Texans line would be stronger offensive line. And it looks like. You know, he's been like seeing <laughs> defenders come all through there and he's been able to move around and make good plays, you know. But yeah, one man show at times. To that point, I was just gonna say that offensive line, they have to do a better job of investing in that because he gets hit mm-hmm. way too often, in my opinion. You know, yeah. when you look at it on film. Mm-hmm. And then anytime he's sacked once or less in a game, he's undefeated. Wow. So protect him. <laughs> And and another thing too so, with this with Deshaun, he will hold on to the football to allow his receivers to get open. That's another thing that I've seen with him over the years. Yeah, and that sometimes leads to him sure. getting sacked a little bit. That was a big deal last year. Yeah, mm-hmm. what, what are you seeing with these receivers? Right. So I mean, I'm a I'm a Notre Dame guy. So Will Fuller, that's my guy. That's <laughs> that sucked for you guys. But what are you seeing with these younger guys? I mean. You brought up kind of the games that they had last week, but I mean, do you think that this is sustainable for these guys and their development over the course of the, the rest of the season? Cooks will do his job. You know, he's he's solid. Um, right. I liked that pickup actually uh, when we we got him the off season. I was real happy about that. Yeah, not having Fuller sucks because having those deep threats and of course it happens days after we let go of Kenny Stills, so that that hurt also. I want to see the rookie. I want to see what he's got. You know, we drafted a, the rookie Coltier out of Rhode Island, and I want to see he'll, he's automatic. He was already the biggest wide receiver on the team, just as soon as he got drafted. Mm-hmm. Uh, see him, but Kiki, you know, he was in the doghouse of Bill O'Brien's forever, and you know he's gone. Granted, I knew he was going to show off against the Colts because his two other monster games he's had in his career were both against the Colts. 
Oh, wow. uh, so I kind of figured that one was going to, was going to happen, but, uh, I do think he's, he's good enough to, to play it. And, uh, I do like what I see from Mitchell and Hanson. So mm-hmm. they'll, uh, they'll do their part. And, and like I said, Watson's he's been spreading the ball out and, and doing a really good job of throwing to his receivers, getting them open. Absolutely. So when you look at this matchup, I mean, what are some of the keys that you have for uh, the Texans to, uh, to win? Uh, well, for starters, it's going to have to be to slow down that defensive line of yours, keeping Khalil Mack in check for one, and then just keeping the pressure off. If, if, like I said, if, if they don't get to him, even, I mean, they can pressure him, but if they don't sack him and really change the game that way, he he'll put it to you. He'll make you hurt. And if you do get to us, if you guys don't keep that outside contained, he's more than willing to use his legs right now, which right. has been a blessing to see because under O'Brien, you know, they, they didn't want him to run. And, you know, I, I wouldn't want your, you know, multi-million dollar, you know, franchise quarterback to get hurt, but you got to let him use his ability, do what he did back in Clemson and, and really do it that way. Got to unleash him, right? <laughs> yeah. You got to let him play, let him play his game. It's, it's been fun to see because it's each game. It's been more and more of him uh, kind of putting his stamp on it. And then for the opposite side, you know, Montgomery for you guys has had two back to back solid games. And uh, obviously we are like dead last in stopping the run. So being able to slow him <laughs> down and uh, make Trubisky do damage is that's what I want to happen. You know, I want to slow Montgomery down and, I think Mitchell, he'll throw an interception or two, but that's just yeah. me. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you. And that's not even shit talk. Cause I mean, the thing about it is we've seen with Mitch in these last couple of games, uh, Branson, he's turned the ball over and A-Dub and I both talk about the fact that with this team being set up the way it is offensively, we have to win turnover battles. We're not good enough for to be turning the football over and right. expect to win games. Right. So that's, that's, that's kind of how we are. <laughs> yeah. Cause we don't yeah, get the right? turnovers that often. We don't either anymore. 2018, dude, all we got were interceptions and fumble recoveries. Now I'm like, what's a fumble? What's a, what's a, what's a, <laughs> except hey, we the went, we went, doing it over here. Right. <laughs> we went the first five games of the season without a turnover on defense. So, oh my, goodness. we were really feeling it. I think we hold the record for a consecutive day games to start a season now. Well, you not, won- not a record I wanted. <laughs> With a good defense like ours, you know, uh, we would expect to get turnovers, right? <laughs> and like Prez was right. saying, we haven't really done enough of that. So we hoping that hopefully we can <laughs> turn back the clock so where we can, can create some turnovers, you know, and be probably more aggressive. Yeah, because you know, I mean, I'm all for you guys starting in week 15 with that too. <laughs> <laughs> totally fair, man. Um, the thing that Branson brought up, he talked about the defensive line, a dub, and I, I, I yeah. want to get your thoughts on this because we both saw how Hakeem Hicks he came back in the game on Sunday, and I don't think that he was 100% coming back from that hamstring injury, right? And he is the engine that goes on that D line. So, what are kind of your thoughts when you look at that matchup with the D line going against that Texas offensive line? I think it favors uh, the Bears, of course. But the thing is, uh, we got to be, we got to execute, right? Hicks got to be healthy, got to show signs. And then it, it should help Mac be able to create some pressure on the, uh, on the on the left side. So if we can get Hicks to really look like himself, maybe even bless you guys a little bit more uh, than we've done in the past, I think we'll get a good chance of getting through your line and putting a little bit more pressure on, um, on the quarterback. So I'm hoping that we do look better this week than we have the past couple of weeks. To me, that kind of leads to one of my keys to to victory for the Bears this week, and it's around a point that uh, Branson brought up. I think for us, if we do get pressure on Watson in this ball game, 
mm-hmm. I think that bodes very well for us. Like I said, he's having a really good season. Branson brought right. up that same thing as well. But let's just be honest. He lost his number one stud receiver in the offseason. Right. That's that's a big that's a big loss for them. And then, you know, he's down, uh, you know, a couple of receivers now. Cobb, I think, is on IR, as, as you mentioned. And right. Fuller's out. So yep. he has a lot of young weapons that he has to depend upon. So for mm-hmm. me, if we could put pressure on him and basically force him out of the pocket a little bit, man, get him a little bit under duress, I think that bodes really well for us to have some success in this matchup. Another thing that uh, that you brought up was in the fact of our outside contain. Now, mm-hmm. that's an area for the Bears defense that we've lost contain on a lot of these plays. and and quarterbacks have been able to kind of get outside the pocket that's going to be right. very important against a guy like Deshaun Watson to contain him and force him back up the field because if he gets outside even though he's not a run first option type as a quarterback he can still pick you apart if he has to so that's right. kind of an area there that I just think that we really need to hone in on he also is going to do that more in the second half we're a slow starting team I tell you that much so if you guys can jump out on us early that's good <laughs> Yeah, well, you know what? That's the thing that we have been haven't been able to do all season. The first game that we had this season where we jumped out on, to a lead was against the Lions, and we see how that right. worked for us. Oh, sure. <laughs> we found another way to lose, right? <laughs> Man, yeah. snatched victory. I mean, snatched defeat right away from victory, bro. <laughs> right. I know what you mean. Uh, A-Dub, give me one of your keys, man, before I give you my second one. Yeah, one of my keys is um, it kind of go hand-in-hand with yours, um, Perez. Like you said, we get the pressure. That means hopefully with us applying pressure, maybe we can keep them um, out of the end zone, the red zone. So I think our red zone defense is going to be a key factor for us because I do understand, Branson, with your team, you guys have done a good job at getting a lot of yardage, right? I get it. You all one of the best passing teams in the league, pretty much. If we can slow you all down for getting an end zone, that bodes well for us, you know, uh, from that standpoint. So we're going to have to do better, you know, around that part. So I know the last couple of games, we didn't do a good job at in the red zone. So if we can do a better job this game, that'll give us an opportunity. No, that's fair because red zone uh, efficiency on our defense was one of our strong suits earlier right. in the season. So mm-hmm. if we could take those sixes and make them threes, I mean, that that bodes well for us, gives that offense a chance to actually, you know, be solid because we we know that we don't know what to expect week from week with the offense. They've been right. solid as of late, but to be mm-hmm. honest with you, it's still not what other league teams in this, in this league are doing offensively. So Absolutely. I think our defense, we're going to have to definitely lean on them in this ballgame. I agree. I have, I have a feeling you guys will feel a little more confident about your offense after this week. <laughs> well, I would say this. I, I On film, you're right. I mean, when you look at the, the Texans uh, defensively, they, they struggle to stop the run. And there's a lot of different things on film that I saw that I'm like, okay, you know what? This could be a favorable matchup. The reason why I'm just a little bit more pessimistic is just obviously because of what happened Sunday. But then also, too, the fact that we go away from giving Montgomery the football. Right. It's criminal that this kid does not average at least 20 carries a game. When this guy I has the ball. And, yeah, dude, when he has the ball in his hand, he's always moving forward. He always gets positive yardage. And we went away from him in the last game. And I'm like, dude, pound the ball to him. Because that's my second key. Run the damn ball. Give the ball to Montgomery. He needs 20, I would say 25 carries if it's shit if we can. But pound the football. Because the Texans are at the bottom of the league in yards per carry, rushing yards allowed, all those type of key metrics that are out there. But if our offensive coordinator slash head coach can't get out of his own way, that's the only thing that concerns me with this matchup. Right. And that's a good point you bring up, Chris, because we've done a decent job at redefining our offensive line, right, these past couple of weeks. So with that, I think let Montgomery be impactful. Let him go ahead and go. It should be the game where you can do it at. It really should be. And, and another thing, too, time of possession. 
I want to keep Deshaun Watson and that offense off the field. Yeah. <laughs> as you as you guys both mentioned, he's carved up teams. Uh, we saw what he did, you know, Thanksgiving. That was pretty disgusting. It, it was just it was just one of those things. I mean, like he was just launching the ball over the field. So if I could just see four on the sideline chilling with his helmet on top of his head as much right. as possible, <laughs> I'm good with that. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, I bet. <laughs> I bet you would be. That was our issue at the beginning of the year. Our time of possession was terrible. We couldn't sustain drives. Like I said, we went three and out to start the drive, like every drive up until week five or six. We didn't get a first down on the opening drive until week six or something. Wow. Oof. It was crazy. And, and that's like us with our third quarters that Adel talks about all the time. Oh, the man. <laughs> Don't revive me. <laughs> Man, that third. Hey, if you have issues in third quarters, we have some solid third quarters, so that may not bode well. Oh, <laughs> see, well, yeah. not at all. Because how many how many points team. is it? How many points is it? They dubbed that we've scored in the third quarter all season. Seven, I think. Seven for my offense. Ooh, and, yep, just seven for my offense. Yeah, that's rough. Yeah, you telling me? No, we're are definitely there any, a second half team. Are there any any injuries uh, that our fan base should be aware of with your team? You know, obviously everyone knows Fuller and Roby are top corner out because of PEDs. Yeah. Uh, so that, you know, Roby being out, A-Rob's going to go off, which he probably would have anyways. But <laughs> really, no, there's not really. I mean, CJ Procise is out, but he's the third string running back. And then uh, Farrow, the tight end, he's questionable. But other than that, no, it's really, it's really it. Everybody's pretty healthy, knock on wood. Yeah, that's kind of how it is for us too. We brought up Hakeem Hicks. That that's mm-hmm. that's something that's worth uh kind of keep an eye on. But for us, it was James Vaughters and probably JP Holtz about the only things. We had three guys today that were put on the reserve COVID list, but they were practice squad guys. So mm-hmm. oh, I sure. think we I think we might be pretty, pretty good as well. Hey Doug, did you uh, hit us with your second key yet? My second key, I will say, and I think you kind of hit near near this um Fred's because I think your second key really matches up with mine. You mentioned about Montgomery doing well, right? Well, if Montgomery do well, that means, guess what? That's going to open things up for Mitch, right? Because Mitch do a good job at playing off the running back. So if the running back can be impactful, just give a chance for Mitch to be pretty good, be as solid as he was last game, except for that, you know, that fumble that he did. Overall, Mitch had a pretty good game last game. So if he can duplicate that without the turnover, I think we're in good shape. Because I think you mentioned you all losing your um, cornerback that should give A-Rob a chance to eat a little bit out there, maybe open up some things for uh, uh, Money Moon out there. So I'm hoping that, hey, you know, that Mitch can have a pretty good game against you guys. But it is going to dictate around the fact of what Fred said. We got to let Montgomery do his job. Definitely got to do his job. And, and honestly, too, on defense, I wouldn't even mind if we kept somebody in to kind of spy on Deshaun Watson a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. We uh, all season, Branson, have been complaining about the Bears and their three-man rush that we've been doing, and it hasn't been generating any pressure. And then what happened is teams are just picking us apart. You know, they're just marching down the field. And I worry with a guy like Deshaun, if you do that type of strategy against him, he's going right. to just sit back there and just whip the ball, and it's just going to be fucking ugly. So. Yeah, if you give him time, it's not going to be pretty for you guys. Exactly, <laughs> you got right. it. Your your best bet is to get pressure on him, for sure. That's, yep. that's really going to be the only case. Because if he's, he'll wait and wait and wait, and if nobody's open, they're all 20 yards downfield. He'll take the 10, eight-yard run. Exactly, exactly. So I hope uh, I hope Pagano is listening to what Branson is saying there because, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or if he's, if he's not listening to Branson, at least get lesson learned from last week, right? Right. Stafford, 400 yards, right? 
Oh my goodness. Don't yeah. even bring that. Don't even bring that. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Too soon. <laughs> but the the one thing for our listeners is, you know, right now with our fan base, there's not a lot of optimism with, with this team. We try to keep these loose on here on this podcast, but also we're not going to be homers. We're going to be objective. And let's just be honest here. You know, we got a favorable record down the stretch, but it just all depends on what team shows up on Sunday. Because right. when I look at this matchup, I look at this and say, this should be a game where we should be favored at home and we're not right. So that should tell us all we need to know about this matchup going into it is because right now we have a team that defense is playing like shit right now. Right. And we have an offense that's playing. Okay. But right. in this league, you can't just have an okay offense, dude. There's teams out here in this league that can put up 30, 35 points consistently. That's not the situation for us. <laughs> right. You know, we, we did pick our defense because we know if our defense gives up more than 20, we, we could be fucking dead in the water here. Absolutely. And we got to so. play two halves, man. You know, we got to play two halves. This one half of a game is not going to work for us, you know. And um, we've seen the time after time where we look pretty decent in the first half and then turn out the second half doesn't look quite the same. So we're going to need a complete game from our offense and defense in order for us to even beat you guys. Absolutely. Branson, what's your score yeah, prediction for Sunday, brother? I'm thinking uh, it's going to be close. Um, you know, I the points wise, that's, you know, two points is basically nothing. Um, I honestly think it's going to be 27 to 24 in favor of Houston. Mm -hmm. And I hate to say it, but I think it is going to be a little bit of a comeback. You guys are definitely a a much better first half team than we are. And we seem Mm -hmm. to be a much better second team. So you, uh, you might have the lead that I, I feel like we'll, uh, we'll come back and pull it out. Yeah, it's because he's been watching film on our fucking team. (laughs) (laughs) Right. (laughs) What you got for me, A-Dub? I got it more like 28-24. That's my score prediction. 28-24 Bears. Okay. Man, 28 points for the offense, huh? Yep. I think we can put it up there, Perez. I think so. I guess it's bad. It's possible. Yeah. (laughs) I'm going to go a little bit lower than that, man. I'm uh, going to go 23-16. to I'm going Bears. Mm-hmm. And that 23-16 is only predicated upon having a balanced attack on offense. If we play like that team that was uh, out there against the Lions in the first half, I feel mm-hmm. really good about our chances, even if the defense is a little shoddy. But if we play like that second-half team, I don't know. But I'm going with 23-16, and I'm hopeful that we see a balanced attack on offense uh, on Sunday. And I'm hopeful hey, if you we- guys red zone defense, if you guys red zone defense steps up, I don't have that much faith in uh, Kaimi Fairbairn to nail all the field goals. So yeah. we'll see. Ooh, that's a good point right there. Yeah. A, I've good seen, one. I've faced uh, him in fantasy a, a couple games this season. And yeah, I've seen some negative so extra points and whatnot for that guy. So good point. Yeah. It may make you guys more aggressive to, you know, eventually make a mistake, right? Because you're like, you wonder you can't really depend on them. So you might decide to make some mistakes by doing that. Who knows? We'll see. Yeah, yeah but- we'll see. But I'll tell you this, A-Dub, I mean, Mitch Trubisky hasn't been the biggest issue, right? I mean, right. You know, we, we can nitpick, you know, the situation with the, with the quarterback situation. But I will say this, man, he's been, he's been solid. And so my thing is this, if they run the football, if it's balanced, and we don't lean and depend on Mitch to have to do too much, because that first half right. Mitch in, against the Lions, that's all you need, right? I think with that defense, I think that's all you need, just a balanced attack. So I felt really good about that. It's just when we come out of the half and we start to panic, we don't make adjustments. That's usually when we get ourselves in a little bit of trouble. And so this weekend, 
if that's the situation that we find ourselves into, I do not feel good about our chances against Deshaun Watson. I just do not. Right. And the thing I think, Prez, is like Branson mentioned, that we're able to get the lead on them. I'm hoping we can sustain that, right? That's going to be the key factor for me, how we close the game out. So if we can't close it out, you know, with our defense holding up, it's going to be an ugly day for us. We shall see. It'll be a fun one to watch. Yeah, you know what? It will be. But what I'm not going to be excited about is the number of references that are going to be made to the fact that uh, we we did not (laughs) draft draft in 2017. That's going to come back. Yeah. Hey, so, I appreciate it very much. I bet you do. Because <laughs> we, we joked about it on our show. I was like, this is how the Portland Trailblazers has felt when they basically ended up with Sam Bowie. Because that's what we have right oh, now. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. That hurts. Ouch. Sure. <laughs> well, well, Branson, man, thanks so much for coming on the show. Before we get out of here, I wanted to kind of pick on one of our uh, listeners slash followers, man. This guy, A-Dub. He hit us up today and he was just like, he wanted to basically remind everybody that since we've been doing our preview pods on this podcast, the Bears have lost six games in a row, man. I'm like, damn, son. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) A little shade your way, huh? A little shade, yeah, right? But you know what? (laughs) I I love it, man, because uh, Branson, this fan base, they'll blame anybody, bro. They'll blame uh, my mom if they could about the way that this team is playing right now. Right, but Notorious CMG, we still love you. That was some shade, and that's cool. We we we, we coming back at you, though. <laughs> yeah, hopefully, hopefully, we can find a win this week. It could be worse. You could have the Eagles fan base behind you. Oh, Ooh, man. I don't Ouch. want those problems. No, sir. No, no. sir. None at all. And, and, and you know what? Big ups to Jalen Hurts because he's getting ready to go into a buzzsaw, that poor kid. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> hopefully, he uh, can figure it out. <laughs> I hope so, too. Hopefully you guys uh, enjoyed that. Arod and Prez uh, were awesome hosts, and I had a blast, and I look forward to uh, working with them in the future again. But I do think we have a real good shot at beating the Bears this weekend, kind of getting back on track towards a possible eight and eight season. Um, I don't want you know a losing season if possible, but you never know. Yes, we can beat the Colts, and I think the Titans will have it wrapped up by Week 17, so they probably won't even be playing their starters. So, you know, I look for three wins uh, in a row here to uh, to hopefully get get where we need to be. But that's it for today. You know, keep your masks on, stay smart, stay safe, and don't forget, go Texans. 